Has anyone seen Stephen? Please, someone. There you are, lady. Dance with me. I cannot. I must find my betrothed. It is an emergency. An emergency? Surely you can tell me that. Father. Here's your chance, Lady Erin. We must follow. But wait. Stargazers, Episode Two. Ladies, don't do those things. Ladies, don't do those things. I know they don't, but then summer winds can, and the fire that warms you can burn in your hand. We'll meet on the hilltops, and when we are through, we'll tend to your hearts as we've promised to do. Just don't ask too much, my good man. What? What is it? This. What kind of foolery is this? You screamed over a blank parchment. No, Rhiannon. That must be all the excitement. You must rest now. Rhea, you'll stay with her, won't you? Of course, but this is nonsense. No, father. It was but a few moments ago that it had a death threat written on it. But it's right here. Look. It says you shall never have him. You shall never marry. Your blood will coat your wedding dress, and you shall not live to be queen. And I tell you, it is blank. Oh, this is your attempt to get out of your arranged marriage. I'm sorry to tell you that it is in vain. You shall marry Prince Liam, and you will be queen some day. Duke Frederick, may I speak? And what have you to say? Oh, Frederick, hush! You're frightening the child. Erin, please, if you have something to add, do not be afraid. I was looking for Stephen when Rhiannon and yelled. I had just been leaving my chambers when I saw a dark shadow outside of Rhiannon's door. I didn't recognize it, as it was too dark to see a face. But I felt frightened and went to find my fiance immediately. How long ago? Perhaps half a candle mark. Maybe less. Seems very convenient. I'd like to discuss this with you in depth, Lady Erin. Come with me to the antechambers of the throne room, or I could have. But father, the Lady Erin did nothing. Lady Erin, we just wish to talk with you. No worries at all. I'll accompany you. I'll go too. No, your mother will be more than enough. Oh. All right, I thank you, Duchess. No need, my dear. No need. I know my husband sometimes comes off as a bear. Now, Gwendolyn. Hush, dear. Come along. Rhiannon, rest. You must be overtired to be so hysterical. 
If there is something sinister going on, I shall find it out. Yes, father. Ria, do keep her company and oh, perhaps rest a little yourself. Yes, ma'am. Everyone out except the maidens. Stephen Aiden, you should not be in here anyway. Really, what would our guests think? Out you two, shoo! Oh, you do believe me, don't you? Yes, I do. I heard the terror in your voice. Let me feel the note. You are right. There is something written on here. Why can't anyone else see them? I would guess, my lady, that they were meant for your eyes only, as I do not use my eyes. Of course. And haven't I asked you to call me Rhiannon? You have my... Rhiannon. Oh, now what do we do? I can't stay here. It's like I have a target on my back, and I won't see my attacker coming. I have to agree. I fear for your safety, especially if no one takes this threat seriously. I fear your father believes this to be a prank, nothing more. You are likely right. Freya, I must leave tonight. It isn't safe here. And go where? Anywhere. Everywhere. I don't know. Perhaps I can hunt down this threat myself. But I'm not safe here. And if I stay, you won't be either. I can't leave you to face it alone. I shall travel with you. But Freya... No arguments, please. We must make haste. We have to alter a few of your dresses and the one I'm wearing. You pack and I'll make the alterations. I can't let them go alone. It's not safe out in the world for two ladies travelling alone. I must go pack as well. We should go to your village. This isn't your fight. But what I mean is that I want you to be sure. Maybe, just maybe, your place is back home, and there's only one way to find out. You may be right. We shall see. Honestly, I really wanted to see where you lived and where Mengan was born. Oh, how I wish we could have taken our horses with us. They were not ready, Rhiannon. Mingan is still too small for the size of the journey you may be undertaking, and still needs his mother. These two are good horses. I checked them myself, their shoes are good, and the saddles fit well, and they are both healthy and in good spirits. Seems they were a little tired of the stud life. <laughs> I didn't know anyone got tired of that. Oh, if my mother heard me say that, you don't know the trouble I'd be in. Proper ladies don't say those things. I wish my mother... Never mind. Oh, Bray, I'm sorry. I don't think of those things. Forgive me? There's nothing to forgive me... Rhiannon, you don't have to hold your tongue just because I had a different life than you. I enjoy talking to you. Oh, thank you, Bria, dear. Let's be off to... Wait, what is the name of your village? You're the first to ask. 
It's Riverdale. Ah, oh, I've heard of it. A very pretty name. Well, on to Riverdale, then. Yes, though not through the moors. Not at this time of day. We'll take the river trail. I hear it just over yonder. Sounds lovely. On, then. Giddy up. Where is she? Where did she go? Oh, Frederick, I blame you for this, making fun of our poor girl. Obviously, she ran off to hide after you embarrassed her so. Nonsense. Rhiannon is stronger than that. You'll see. She and that blacksmith probably went to see the horses, or maybe they're embroidering somewhere. You really don't know your daughter at all, dear. She doesn't embroider for fun. <sighs> I'm very worried, Frederick. And it's time you should be as well. Your Grace, I checked Lady Rhiannon's room. She is very definitely gone, as is the blacksmith Bria. Begging your pardon, but three of the horses are gone as well. Not the lady's man, nay. She and her ged are still grazing. But three of the stallions are missing. See, I told you. She's gone. My baby is who knows where with that barbarian. Now, Gwendolyn, the blacksmith is hardly a barbarian. Did you say three stallions? Yes, sire. Aragorn Whitewater and Sir Stephen's horse, Dreadnought, were all a-missing from here. Oh, of course. My son is gone too. Well, what of Lady Erin? Or of Aiden? Lady Erin is still here. Locked in her room, as his grace demanded, after the incident. Find me, Aiden. Yes, sire. Your grace. Oh, Frederick. Two of our children are out there. No guards, no anything. I don't know, dear, but we will find her. By the gods, we will. And maybe Stephen saw the girls leaving and followed to keep them safe. But who will keep him safe? can't be that far behind, can we, Dreadnought? Well, I know we're less than an hour behind. For girls, they packed faster than I did. I probably should have gone to Father rather than chasing them myself, but... I can't stand the idea of Rhiannon and Bria being out here alone. 
I just hope I catch up with them before it's full dark. I hate riding at night. I beg pardon, my lord, but it seems you're lost. I did not mean to scare your beast here. Tis unsafe to ride these moors alone late at night like this. It's okay, Dread. It's just... Wait, where are you? I can't see you in the fog. That's what I was saying, my lord. This isn't a safe place to ride. Perhaps, if you were to tell me where you'd be going, I may be of some assistance. I'm... I'm not sure. Did two ladies ride through here? I saw no lassies. Just ye, lad. And you're... <laughs> you're surely lost. I'm looking for a village. Oh? And what kind of village? Uh... I don't know the name, but they have a blind blacksmith. <laughs> oh, now surely you're making this up. There are no blind blacksmiths, your honour. You're being quite rude, sir. If you'll kindly tell me how to get away from the moors, I'll bother you no longer. Now, why would I be wanting to do that, young sir? I shall be less rude, as my name is Puck. <laughs> Yes, and I'm the king, and you're no more named Puck than I am. And there you have me, sir. Puck I am, or I'm not. It matters not, as you are lost, and surely worth a very large price to your family. <laughs> I don't think you'll find me easy to take. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. I can see you, but you can't see me. Either you do as I say, or you stay lost in the fog. Or your horse loses his footing, and you both sink into the bog. Your choice, ransomed, or death. That's not much of a choice. That is quite true, my lord. Ransom, then. But don't expect it to go so easy. Ye highborns always did talk too much. Now come along, horse. We have a might ways to go. sun rising, trees, birds, and fresh air. In some ways, it's so much nicer than a keep. It is just home, my... Rannan. Nothing fancy, but those who live here have always been happy, except... The raid several years ago, and the one that took your father. Freya, I am so sorry. Don't, my friend. The village became my family, and since I've met most of yours... You shall meet mine tonight. It's still midsummer, and therefore... Oh, you have a midsummer festival. I've always wanted to see one not put on merely for my father's enjoyment. <laughs> First, we must head to the forge and put the horses away, and let Cedric know that we're here. Hail, Brea. Hail, Marcus. 
We're just stopping back in to see if you've all burned my town to the ground while I was gone. You are far more comfortable here than you ever would have been back at my keep. And it is odd. He pronounces your name differently than I do. Why didn't you say anything? Well, because of the keep, I was a commoner. Here, I'm just Brea, and while you all seem so sure, I didn't want to upset anyone. I see. You know, I don't think I'll remember the way it's said here. I wonder if I shall ever fit in anywhere. My friend, you will. Even if we have to find you that place. And it's okay. I know you mean me, no matter how you say it. Now, let's stable the horses and find good Cedric. As you say, milady. <laughs> easy tending to one's own horse, but at least I'm used to it. I never let anyone take care of my bond back home but me. I was so angry when Stephen took her out that day. <laughs> oh, Brea, I suppose it's time to forgive him. Yes, it really is. Your brother is a very sweet man. Well, circumstance is different. Oh, Brea, this isn't the first time I thought the world just wasn't right that I'd have to marry someone I not only despise, and I don't just mean his politics, but the fact that you cannot marry above a certain station. It's... it's... I cannot even come up with a word bad enough for it. It's just the way it is, Rhiannon. I came to terms with that long ago. It's strange that you, who've had it... well, easy isn't the right word, but better still hates the way of things just as much as us common folk do. Well, right is right, and I guess where you're born, or whom you are born to, has very little to do with it. Hail, Brea! And... Lady... I am Anne, uh, from a village down the river. Well met, then, Anne. Excuse us a moment, for we must speak of village business. Cedric, speak freely in front of Anne, as we have no secrets between us. If you say so. <sighs> Someone was caught last even on the moors. Aldar's spine struck again. It seems they've waylaid some noble and planned to ransom him. Oh, no. We're getting together a crew, but we need a few of our weapons patched. I shall see to my forge at once. Did you hear anything else of this highborn? They think he came from Yalding Keep. Oh, goddess, it's Stephen. You don't know that. I do know. Oh, Brea, he's my twin. Trust me, I can feel it. I know. And we must do something. And from down the river, eh? Cedric, please don't tell. I'll explain later, I promise. For now, we must save Stephen. Well, what if Father pays the ransom? They'll kill him anyway. It really won't help, milady. These rogues have no honor. They'll play with him a while, and then leave him for the wolves. Oh, we must do something, Brea. I can't just wait and see. I must go get him. 
I understand, Rhiannon, and I'd like to help as well. The best thing I can do is to get those weapons patched and ready. But we also have your sword. What? I had no idea what it was you and I would be leaving to face, and it was such a good sword. And though my father forbade it, Stephen taught me to use one, and I have my sword belt with me. I will be ready to ride with everyone else, or else I'll- Rhiannon, don't go off on your own. You don't know the moors. At the very least, wait for me. I Okay. Well, what can I do to help now? Well, let's to the forge. Thank you. Both of you. My lord! My lord! My lord! What is all this noise, Ethan? Have you found my daughter? No, my lord. Instead of missive, who was waiting at the gate as I returned for a fresh horse. Well, what is it? Lady, perhaps you and the Lady Aaron should let us speak of this. Yes, I think that... Don't be foolish! What is it? Knew that wouldn't work. Why me? I am sorry. I shall read it. We've kidnapped your son, Stephen. We want 100 gold, and we will tell you where to leave it. If you decide not to pay, all you'll see next is your son's head. The rest you shall never find. Puck and the satyrs. What? Now my son as well? What is it with you, Frederick, that you drove our children out? Our son? Stephen, no! Father, it seems your golden son has gotten himself into trouble. You aren't going to pay it, are you? Why would we not? Surely it's the safest way to get him back. Mother, you can't mean to... She does mean to, but we cannot. If we pay this puck, such the original name, then we will be at the mercy of all who seek to extort the ruling class. But, Frederick, do we let them kill our boy? I think not. Mother, you have to... You know I love you as I do Stephen. But look, my twins are missing, and you won't lift a finger. Enough! Gwendolyn, please stop your pecking, and Aidan, please stop your jealousy. But Frederick... I'm sorry, my dear, but I must put my foot down. You and the Lady Erin shall retire to your bower while we figure out how to rescue our son and find our daughter. I love you, Gwendolyn, and I promise we shall bring our children home safely. Now then. <sighs> yes, dear. Come, Lady Erin. But I... Lady Erin, I shall fill you in later. Please go with Mother. Now, let's figure out how to save my idiot brother. Aidan! He got kidnapped. You may have a point. Don't worry, dear. We can make our own plans. Okay, Father, now what? He may not be my favourite brother. He's your only brother. That's beside the point. The point is, we can't let this criminal calling himself Puck take us for any money or kill Stephen. I had no intention of letting that happen, Aidan. Ethan, call a number of our guard together. 
I don't think we need huge numbers, but well-trained men will be what we need. Myself, you, Ethan, Aidan and two others should do. You round them up. Aidan, be ready to ride in a candle mark. Yes, father. Yes, sire. What's your plan? You all know the surrounding moors, even in the fog, right? Yes, we do. Especially Brea. Brea? Yes, I used to walk them alone. Since it didn't matter day or night, I learned the feel of the area. Good. Then you are our best chance at saving Stephen. No pressure there. I'm sorry. It's just... He's hurt, Brea. I can feel it. Never fear, but... Anne... We'll be on our way in no time. Myself, Brea, and Marcus are going one way. James, Phineas, and Rada are going round behind where Brea thinks these fiends are. I'm afraid for Brea, though. What fight training have you? I can swing a hammer, and if we make it out, I'll allow you to teach me swordsmanship. But we haven't the time. Stephen hasn't the time. That much is true. On your call, ladies. Yeah, say when we hurry out. Aiden, Ethan, and Brian. We ride. Stargazers, Episode 2, Ladies Don't Do Those Things. Created by Laura Frechette. Written and edited by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard and Laura Frechette. Produced by Laura Frechette. I was born of a storm as my kind tend to be. But I'd never look more than mere woman to be. For woman in this world means captive and slave But freedom's the power that my heritage gave T'was in my first lifetime it came to a head When the man I called father would force me to wed But it's travel I want and to see the wide world I still hear him now saying ladies don't do those things I know they don't but then dragonettes do Stay hidden till nightfall and I'll come for you And when he awoke missing mother and I He never did think to look up to the sky What I'd married him he never knew Starring Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Rhiannon Laura Frechette as Brea, Paul W. Campbell as Stephen, Ronnie Rowlands as Aiden, Michael Hudson as Duke Frederick Clare of Yolding, Ara Pelodi as Duchess Gwendolyn Clare of Yolding. Now the circle grows stronger as time rushes by, for the centuries pass in the blink of an eye. So my sisters and I saw the kings come and go, till a queen came to power it was worthy to know. When I and my kind offered aid to the queen, to glean information as travelers unseen, the men of her cabinet were shocked and appalled, and spluttered and stalled, saying, ladies, don't do those things. I know they don't, but then little birds do. 
I suppose you'd say that to Elizabeth too Well she never resented the help that we gave Perhaps you'd have rather seen England enslaved You'd allies that you never knew Mark Kalita as Cedric Michael Stokes as God Ethan Stefania Linton-Mon as Lady Erin, P.G. Holyfield as Marcus Pitcher, Dave Frizzell as the Stable Hand, Spinderfly as the Lady's Maid, Colin Snow as Radha. As my husband's before him said, ladies don't do those things, ah no they don't, but then summer winds can, and the fire that warms you can burn in your hand. Provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and Ladies Don't Do Those Things by Escape Key at VixieandTony.com slash music. Stargazers is copyright to Gypsy Audio 2010 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 license at GypsyAudio.org. Please stay tuned for a preview of Broken Sea Audio Productions' Jake Sampson Monster Hunter at www.brokensea.com. Wollte man durch diesen Vertrag ein wirkliches Betrieben erobern, der den Menschen absehbare Zeit dabei führen. Da musste man nicht das, das Ihnen so unfruchtbar Ja, ja, Otto. Good morning, Commandant. Haben Sie Sitz, Herr Samson? I must say the German rail system has made some significant improvements since your new chancellor came into office. I wish my trip up from Transylvania into Poland had been so smooth. Herr Hitler seems to be quite the proponent for a revitalized Germany. But German trains are not while you are here, no, Mr. Sampson? No, the German transportation system is not the true nature of my visit to Berlin. As I thought, few understand the stakes. Fewer have the heart to stand and face the trials to come. The baptism of fire and of blood. The night, the long knives. And for that, I offer you the opportunity to bask in the birth of a god. I offer all of my services. I will take your offer, but on the condition that you sign a pact in blood, swearing fealty to the right and our Fuhrer. Our business here, I believe, is concluded. <laughs> Do be on your way. Otto. Escort Herr Samson out. And Samson? Yes? One day you will know the full might of the right hand of hell. Get this message to Admiral Tata, you fool. I am risking everything transmitting from the heart of Germany. Jake Samson is a spy for the Third Reich. Jacob Michael Samson, you are hereby sentenced to be taken from this court to a place of execution a fortnight hence. There you shall be hanged by the neck until you are dead, and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) 
Audio Productions proudly presents Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, Gods of War. www.brokensea.com. I'm not one of the greedy kind. All of my wants are simple. 